10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wakwak Attack. Today is February 7th and um, yeah, there's more drama in the Rocket Pool community. So let's find out what was going on now. So overnight, uh, around 3 a.m., um, Skaether, sorry about pronouncing that really badly, says, looks like someone is running a bot after all. So what's going on? Um, nobody really knew what was going on. He, he, so he says, can anyone, can anything be done? And then Hani Abu says, griefing bot? Um, and then um, Nosho says, yep, looks like it. So what does that mean? Um, and then, you know, the um, Skaithleta says, uh, might be worth pinging everyone to withdraw. Um, and yeah. And Nosho says, it looks like they're targeting above 150% too. Um, and Hodger says, yeah, that would be the smart quote-unquote thing to do. No point hitting those under uh, those 10% nodes. So Mav says that the team is looking into it, devs are looking into it. And um, Nosho says, I second that. And then Duki says, everybody panic. Um, and yeah, um, that that's kind of where we were at night, right? So then what happens is um, before that, Langer's actually had a message saying that following on from Dave's post about the minor griefing exploit, we will raise an ODAO proposal shortly to patch the exploit so that it cannot be used to grief with a full fix coming in Atlas. Um, however, then what happens is Langer sends a message, says, hey everyone, this was a few hours later after the someone who already made the bot and started exploiting. Um, he says, someone has written a bot to take advantage of the griefing exploit. As we said, no funds are at risk at the pro and the protocol is perfectly safe. Those targeted will not be able to withdraw their excess RPL until the 28-day cooldown has passed. If you particularly want to withdraw your excess RPL, we would suggest that you do so now. I guess that was before people had been um, griefed and not able to ex withdraw them. I think that's too late now. You can't withdraw them now, I think. Um, if you're an RETH holder, you are totally ineffective unaffected a patch is on its way and will be executed on the order in seven days with the voting delay if you let us know please let us know if you have any concerns rocket pool um so yeah it's official somebody made a bot um invis was kind of talking about making a bot to do this somebody made the bot it was quite straightforward um let's see what information became clear over time so the person who was doing it um actually spent um burned at least half an ETH um, in the hour preceding this time. This is a screenshot from the uh, Ultrasound Money website and the person is you know, burning gas, burning things. It says, the stake RPL contract appears to be the burn leaderboard. Um, someone uh, really has too much ETH. And Romana says it was all about the burn. Um, and yeah, um, it's it started right and people like they were sending out a lot of transactions and then um object object was giving some updates about how it was going so it seems like they started with um over collateralized mini pools who were over 150 percent but then they were doing it like chronologically and then um what happened after that was um they just started hitting whales and order people and then there was an update from object object here like um saying 
last hit Meek, who's on 28% collateral. It looks like it's all done with the over-collateralized nodes. It's just hitting under under-collateralized whales now. And then look, it says over here, it just hit an Odal node with no mini pools. So it was just like after a while, it just um, um, started like scattering around and like hitting random people, I guess, in in the community. Um, non fungible Yokum shared the address. He says this is the exploiter. Of course, that was shared earlier as well, but this is just one that I caught. Uh, look at the transactions, hundreds of transactions per page. There are four pages, nothing but stake for RPL. So if you have a look at their transactions, um, they finished about six hours, 15 minutes ago. Um, and they were, they were all calling, as you can see, the method over here is stake RPL4. And um, let's see, if you see, there's 447 transactions. And it literally goes on for um, pages and pages of it. And they all are stake RPL4 transactions. So um, my, um, my node was one that got hit with this. If you have a look, um, the transfer um, 48 days ago, there was some ETH transferred. There's multi-call, another transfer sending out ETH. And then they tried 10 hours ago to do the stake for, but the transaction was rejected. So then they went to approve their tokens. And then once they approved the RPL token, then they were able to start um, nine hours ago. So they basically griefed people for about three hours and covered around 440 different node addresses. Um, so a whole bunch of all whole bunch of the community got covered by this. So if you have a look, then they sent out in their wallet. They have USDC, about twenty thousand dollars of USDC. They have um, zero point two two ETH, zero point two one ETH, and they had zero point zero one RPL token. And I think for all of this, they used basically for each transaction they were sending, yeah. 10 to the minus 18 RPL, so the minimum amount they could send. Um, each transaction cost approximately um, $8. So they spent around a couple of thousand dollars, I think, on gas was spent uh, doing this griefing uh, exploit. Um, if there was no fix coming, then they would have been able to do this every 28 days. And every 28 days, they'd be, every 27 days, they'd be able to just keep locking all withdrawals. Um, however, uh, like Dave said, even before this was noticed that this was happening, the fix will be out in about seven, eight days time. Um, it has to go through the order. And then um, by by the time Atlas comes around, it'll be completely fixed. So there's not too much to worry about in that sense. But yeah, this is the wallet. Um, people in the community were saying that the wallet was initially populated with ETH from Tornado Cash. So that's where it happened from. So Peter, uh, Peter says, uh, so what do we know? It says the griefing bot started dusting nodes shortly after the team Discord announcement about the ODAO proposal to patch the export. So I guess that's maybe what triggered them. It's a clean wallet funded by Tornado Cash over a year ago. The attacker spent 1.6 ETH in gas fees. Nodes were hit in specific order. First, those who had withdrawn RPL before. Then, nodes over 150% in reverse order of creation. Some nodes were hit twice. Um... It's all quite methodical, and I don't think it's someone trolling for fun or even to cause reputational damage would do this, uh, which makes us think it isn't over yet, but I have no idea what the next step would be. So, yeah, it seems like they've they've kind of dusted everyone they wanted to dust, so there's not really that much scope for dusting more people. 
um, by the time the 28 days are up, uh, it'll be fixed. So, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. So, the next step is it'll be fixed, hopefully, in just over a week's time. Okay. <laughs> Some people were joking about how the exploiter was kind of like the inverse of the benefactor so <laughs> the three steps are don't bother telling me why you deserve some rpl i'll find your address i will send you rpl if you like it or not so i thought that was really funny from trevor and um the eth um like one of the things that i love about this community is that people can kind of laugh even in the face of like quite messed up stuff so yeah that was nice it made me laugh um, however there were yeah oh sorry this one we already addressed this um, however, there were some things that didn't make me laugh, and I'm not just pointing the finger at a copper horse here. However, you know this is it's his post that I've highlighted, but this was a sentiment that kind of got um, pushed about um, in trading overnight, and like you know after this event. He says, uh, Copperhorse says, it's either Invis giving us the finger for banning him, which is a pretty expensive finger, or it's market manipulation. I think it's market manipulation, or it could be somebody from Lido making us look bad. So this idea of mentioning Invis was something that came up quite a few times when people saying um, it's Invis basically. And the reason why I'm commenting now is to say basically here what Object Object said is not Invis. Like whether we know it's Invis or not, it's really not cool to be mentioning community members by name saying that they're the ones who did this. Like I was really upset when I saw people mentioning Invis uh, doing this. Some people were kind of joking and saying other names, but like Invis was mentioned more than a few times. And I think it's not cool to be mentioning that it was Invis without any evidence. It's just as likely could have been me, just as likely could have been Object Object. It just as likely could have been anyone. And I'm not accusing Object Object or saying it was me, by the way. That wasn't a confession. But what I'm saying is we literally have no idea who it was. And speculation right now is just absolute garbage, pointless, counterproductive it's not something that we should be doing or should be entertaining i know jasper a few times tried to shut it down and people weren't like necessarily listening to him but please like all of us need to be making more of an effort that if we see people accusing others without any basis or merit then we really should be pointing that out and telling them to stop doing that because it is not cool it's not good i'm not happy about it object objects not happy about it um the community is not happy about it so stop doing that um don't be an asshole basically like it's not, it's not a cool thing to do. So, yeah. Okay, let's move on from that. We've got some updates from the Proteus now. So, Joe says, um, this was from yesterday. And then I've got another pro update next as well. So, it says, hey, everyone, quick update on the state of things. I'm shipping out seven units tomorrow. Biggest day yet. This was quite a weekend. I have 10 active cool units left to make in wave one before they're all done, including the four extra for Fornax's East Denver event. I'm hoping to get all of them finished by the end of the week, including Saturday. There are eight passive cooled units, one of those in mine, still to be made, and I'm still waiting on a Meridroid to get them back in stock. Brutal. I apologize for everyone still waiting on them. Um, Joe, I'm so upset. I'm not really, it's fine, I can wait. <laughs> Once I'm done with the 10 active cooled units, I'm going to finally start playing with my resin printer and see how it compares. At this rate, I expect the passive cooled units will probably end up getting resin printed parts instead of FDM parts, assuming they work out. I'll have to airbrush these to match the original colored um, requested colors because the resin only comes out in dark gray color, but I don't expect any complications there. So that was a nice little update from Joe yesterday. The only reason why I wasn't included in yesterday's up, uh, uh, episode was because it was already too busy. So then Joe had another update. He says, everyone, 
Warning symbol, I have an important announcement. I have received news from two international customers that when their Proteus arrived, the SSD mounting boss was dislodged from the board. The SSD mounting boss is a small threaded bra brass cylinder that the NVMe SSD screws into in order to secure it to the board, which is highlighted in this picture. Where's the picture? There's the picture right here. And you can see the little thing. It's done in in with a green illuminator there. Um, he says, it seems as though this piece was simply glued onto the board at the factory and the vibrations from international travel were enough to dislodge it. As a result, the SSD itself may be detached from the board when it arrives. I had to take a wrench to one of my test boards to dislodge it, but I was able to do so. Um, do it. So this is a verified problem. This will manifest in two significant ways. One, there'll be an obvious rattling noise if you shake your Proteus around. Two, the machine will not boot up. The blue and red LEDs will be on, but the red LED will stay solid and you won't see any HDMI output. That's because the SSD isn't attached anymore, so it has nothing to boot into. Luckily, this is an easy fix and should not result in any permanent damage or loss of functionality. I'll be writing a full guide on how to do it, including pictures and a list of required tools. If this happens to you, I will publish it either today or tomorrow, depending on how Zhejiang Atlas testing goes. Until then, please be on the lookout for this issue when you receive your board. If you encounter the symptoms above, don't worry. My write-up will walk you through how to fix it. In the meantime, I'll be reporting the flaw back to Rad Radsa, the people who made the board, the Rock 5B. I will properly fasten the boss so shipments from now on do not run into this problem. The new model numbers from the fix will be built with ACN101 and ACW101. Thanks everyone and I apologize that we only learned about this issue now, but luckily it was a minor one with an easy do-it-yourself fix. Stay tuned for my write-up. And then here's the write-up. It says, all right, I put together a guide that explains the problem and how to fix it. And then there's a GitHub link. Let's have a quick look. It says fixing the SSD mount. No, this guide is intended for users with the model uh, ANC100 and MACW100 only. If you have a passive cooled unit, active cooled unit with a new model number, you do not need to worry about this as your unit came with it fixed already. So then here's the screw stand M2 connector. And then here's the screw stand on the left. And then like what it looks like when it's attached or if it's dislodged. Um, and then the what the symptoms are and then how to fix it. What screws are needed. You need a screwdriver, um, a couple of different screwdrivers. So then you remove the cover, remove the front panel, um, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. It's really well detailed, really nicely done. And then at the end it says reassemble the Proteus and you're done. So um, if you're having this issue, I think it's quite a rare issue because only a couple of people have had it so far. But if you have the issue, it's not a big deal. It's a small fix. It's just a minor inconvenience. Um, it doesn't really... Uh, say anything about the Proteus itself. It's just sadly the the board that came from the manufacturer had that issue with it. So Joe says it's easy to fix for people who have already reported encountering the issue. Let me know if you run into any issues following that guide. If you received your Proteus the next few days, please be sure to look out for this problem before plugging it in so you know what to expect and how to fix it. Thanks guys. I'm very sorry about this issue. Live and learn and onwards. So um, um, Evan says... Um, you're the best of us, Joe. And Joe says, thanks, man. It breaks my heart to see stupid like this, stupid stuff like this ruin people's experience. But I'm nothing if not determined to make sure you guys have everything you need to make to actually have a good working machine. That being said, it's 5.30am. I'm very tired, so I'm going to bed. 
and then uh, Gumpa says that the owner of one of the international proteuses uh, with this problem, I can test how fast and helpful Joe was to immediately diagnosing the problem from around the world and walk me, an actual senior citizen, through the fixing of it. Um, and just within a few hours, he produced a guide for everyone else. We are so lucky. So it's really cool that Joe did this and got it fixed. So good job, Joe. And if you have a Proteus, uh, then you know check to see if it rattles. And if you don't have a Proteus, check it when it arrives. And if you are getting Proteus in later wave, then you got nothing to worry about in this regard. It'll be fixed before you get it. Okay, moving on, we got this post from Ken who says, um, I'm very proud to say the rocket scientists are now officially part of the ODAO. And then there's a screenshot of Ken's um, um, uh, terminal interface and it says um, approving RPL for joining the Oracle DAO. And there's a transaction. You may visit its progress by visiting and then the, the Etherscan page for it waiting for the transaction to be included in a block. Do not exit. This transaction one of several that must be completed. And then joining the ODAO transaction has been submitted with the hash and it's done. And then at the bottom it says successfully joined the Oracle DAO. So congratulations to Ken, Valdorf, um, <laughs> Valdorf, uh, Patches, Peter, um, Yorick is uh, uh, on the uh, rocket scientist, but he's not on the order for it. Uh, object, object, um, Cron, Jasper, and uh, D2, and anyone else who I'm missing. Um, congratulations um, uh, for joining the order. It's really great. Now we need to get you guys the second node. So I know that I'm going to say that every single time I talk about the rocket scientist on the order. We're going to get you the second node soon. Like I'm pushing it. If it's just me doing it, no one else. So good job. Okay. Um, next, there was an issue that's um, kind of impacted some people in our community. I don't know actually if it's impacted anyone in our community, but um, people are adjacent to this this issue. So there was a thread on Twitter saying, CowSwap, your funds appear to be moving away. Um, and it says, don't know what SwapGuard is, but you've granted it an allowance and it allows anyone to make arbitrary function calls. Um, and then approval was granted here. And Exploiter is still active. Probably shouldn't use CowSwap until the situation has resolved. And then copycats have begun fighting over the remaining scraps. So what happened is um, Maverick shared this tweet. He says, it seems that CowSwap's uh, GPV2 settlement contract has been tricked 10 days ago into approving SwapGuard for DAI spending. And SwapGuard, it just triggered to transfer DAI from GP version 2 settlement. Here are some two related transactions. And then it shows like where the, where the things were happening. So um, people... Yeah, um, Alpha Hunter on Twitter said, uh, how do we revoke our token allowance to CarSwap? Or is it isolated to a CarSwap control con uh, contract? Um, and MevRefund says the second one, pretty much all the funds held on the contract are gone, $150,000. Um, and $42,75. On, oh, no, that's the price. Yeah, <laughs> okay, uh, of RPL. And um, yeah, so I think... Um, this this is an issue. If you are unsure of this is impacting you, and if you're worried, then please go to uh, go to Etherscan or revoke.cash, I think, and revoke your uh, permissions for CowSwap contracts. The reason why I'm mentioning this is because um, so much of RPL trading happens on CowSwap, and I don't want anyone to be caught up in that because um, it would be really horrible for people to lose their crypto because of this. But yeah, um, CowSwap is one of the preferred exchanges because it has the MEV protection. So um, yeah, 
Uh, I'll give you updates if I find out what's going on with that. Okay, and then we have this other update from Langas. He says, hey everyone, this is a heads up for people providing our ETH liquidity on Velodrome, which is an optimism, optimism liquidity pool that was um, incentivized with the OP token. It says the SAMM, um, WETH, RETH stable pool is out of balance. We were hoping that it would rebalance naturally, but it hasn't. All liquidity incentives will now be directed to the AMMM, um, WETH, RETH volatile pool from now on. So, um, yeah, if you've got uh, funds on there, please uh, be aware of that. Um, you might have to withdraw your, your funds because it's out of balance and it's not coming back into balance. So definitely pay attention to that if you've got funds on Velodrome providing liquidity. Okay, the next is um, an update to Coinbase listing their RPL. So he says Coinbase assets here says Coin Rocket Pool RPL is now live on Coinbase.com and in the Coinbase iOS and Android apps. Coinbase customers can log in to buy, sell, convert, send, receive, or store these assets. So before it was only available on um, the higher, uh, the ad more advanced. Um, side of coinbase but now it's available on coinbase proper so what does this mean um takezu um checked it out on their app and it says this is new it just worked for me and then um shifrin said you can dca now so you can actually dca into um the rpl token by buying weekly um like a shift in here could buy up to $35,000. You set a set, you set an amount you can buy every week. So it's really awesome that, you know, you can do that now. However, a word, a word of warning before anyone rushes to buy on Coinbase proper, coinbase.com, um, it tends to have hidden fees uh, that are higher than the more advanced versions of the website. I don't know if that's still true or not, but this is how I understood it when I last used Coinbase. So please be careful when um, buying your tokens on the coinbase.com website or their app because they charge you a fee for transacting and then they also give you a slightly worse rate than the market rate at the time. So keep those things in mind if you want to buy on Coinbase. Okay, next is something really cool that happened. Um, um, the R ETH, uh, sorry, the ETH supply on Ultrasound Money went to minus 10,000, which is 10,000 ETH burned um more than yeah supply changes down now it's eleven thousand. it just hit eleven thousand a little while ago because gas has been fairly high it's fairly consistent at 46 gray today um and if you have a look at the chart i think there was there was only a tiny period no actually it didn't hit um it didn't go below um ultrasound barrier at any point overnight in the last 24 hours Actually, it says 13 hours, so there might have been one block somewhere in there that was not ultrasound, but um, the rest of them have been ultrasound for over 13 hours now. So gas is being burned, and the most amazing thing about this is that this is like really organic gas burning, like Uniswap, Uniswap version 2, uh, OpenSea, ETH transfers, Tether, new contracts, MetaMask, 1inch. So these are mostly quite well-used protocols and um, and tools, that are being used here um it's amazing like the, the gas is being burned so much i think once um you know we actually go into a bullish phase this number would i can foresee days where we get ten thousand eth burned in a single day more than issuance which is going to be really really cool okay and i want to finally finish this episode 
yeah, I want to finish this episode on this thing from the Rocketeers um, Discord. Uh, and it says, thanks everyone participating in the Rocketeers meme competition. The winner is Mao. Please let me know which Rocketeer you want from the pseudo swap pool. Um, you would like to have as your prize. Pop-ups have been delivered. So Mao shared the shared the a Rocketeer that won him the meme contest. He says, all right, I guess I'll kick the entries off for meme competition, farming that juicy launch day commission. So there was a Rocketeer um, and a mini pool commission 5.24%, which is really low. And it says it ain't much, but it's honest work. Some of these memes were really good. Um, they were kind of like Rocketeer themed and um, RPL themed, uh, Rocket Pool themed as well. Of course, the communities have such strong overlap. Like this one, like, you know, with the Rocketeers carrying um, the RPL um, logo, uh, the, the symbol of the token, and it sells self-limiting Rocket Pool and 100% for, which is really cool. There were lots of really good memes, but I'm so glad that someone active in the Rocket Pool community won this. Um, so on that note, I'm going to finish the episode. Thank you for all for watching and um, supporting Rocket Fuel. Um, truly, like, I couldn't do this without your support. It's been invaluable. And I'm so grateful for all of you who helped make this possible. Um, thank you all so much. So have a great Tuesday and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.